What is up, comic book readers? Welcome to episode 37 of the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Uh, if you are joining us on one of the live streams on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch right now, then thank you for participating with us. And if you're new and you don't know who we are, say hi in one of the various chats that we're on right now. And uh, we are a comic book club for people who like to read comics. Every week we take a different story arc or a collected volume that we read along together and then we gather via these live streams to have a discussion and share our thoughts views reviews about the book uh we will be asking you for your scores at the end uh, out of 10 on what we've read so if you've read along with us please share those and this week uh at the end of this episode it's going to be your turn to choose what we are going to be reading next week uh that's right it's that time again so I think that is introductions. I am Dean, your host, and of course I'm not here alone. I'm joined by my co-hosts, and they are Shane from the YouTube channel Dawn of Comics. Ahoy, hoy. We have Scott from the YouTube channel Scott Shelf. Shamai. <laughs> and we have Dean from the YouTube channel Films Nerdsmas. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Oh, that was confusing. Uh, yeah. I want to say before we get started, well, thank you for covering for me uh, last week, chaps. You did a great job without me being here. Very happy you're back. I didn't. I didn't cover for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you, you all did really well. Uh, I know you had some internet problems and stuff and all that. And I tell you yeah. what, then my my week just did not feel right. Like I felt out of sorts all week, not being able to come and talk comic books with you all. Well, I'm glad you're back, mate. Yeah, oh, me too. We missed you. Oh, I missed you too. All right, are we are we ready to talk about what we're reading this week? Are you? Yeah, All right, so let's remind people we are reading Identity Crisis uh, from 2004. Uh, this was uh, written by Brad Meltzer, and the art was done by Rags Morales. I do believe is that how you pronounce it? I think it might not be. <laughs> it's um, how I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just went on. I'll be honest with you. I went on Miles Morales. I was like, it's spelt the same. That's how I'm saying it. Like, um, So there we go. That's what we're reading this week. Uh, if you've read along, I can't wait to get into this one. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so uh, let's have a look and see who's joining us. Then. Uh, we have uh, this month in movies. We've got Tom here as well saying uh, good evening, nerd herders. Uh, we have Liam here saying uh, hi de ho. Uh, we have Comic Band saying ho de hi. I love that little thing that they do now. This is the, the thing that they do. Oh, oh we've got Caroline joining going de hi ho. Uh, this is going to get confusing. Uh, we have, I'm just scrolling on Dan, bear with me, folks. We've got Comics versus the World saying evening nerves. And we've got, uh, hang on. It's just jumped on me again, as it does every month. We should time it, shouldn't we? Every week we should go, right, how long is it going to take before the whole thing just kind of like jumps on Dean? Yeah. Comic Band says he cut it pretty close tonight. He finished the last page at 9.25. Just in there. Get in. Uh, Triple G Comics saying evening all. Uh, we have uh, Highland G joining us. Howdy to you, mate. Hope you are this evening. Uh, and we have SCC, Stone Cold Comics, joining us as well. And we have everyone's favourite tennis ball. Mm -hmm. uh, good evening, one and all. Whose internet will play up tonight? That is the question. Place your bets now. Let's do it. Let's just turn into a gambling frenzy. Um, Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> we've got Comics saying hello. Uh, anybody else? We've got Slim in here as well saying hello to everyone. Hi, Slim. Hope you're well, mate. 
uh, and we have Lorraine. We've got a few people in here tonight. Howdy to you, Lorraine. Hope you're good. Uh, there she is. Hello, everyone. Glad to see Dean back. Please don't anyone ever go off again. It feels so odd <laughs> just having three. <laughs> I hope you're well, Beth. Thanks for uh, joining us this evening. And I think that's it. Does anybody want to correct me if I've missed anyone? You're all good, mate. Yeah. Nice. Get in. It's like you never left, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Shall we uh, Shall we start? Uh, as we usually do, uh, we'll need a synopsis uh, about the book, and that is by the person that chose the book. And this week, that was none other than our man, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I picked the book this week. <laughs> so um, when a Justice League member's wife is brutally murdered, um, the entire league and every other superhero team joined together to try and figure out who did it. And while they're trying to figure out who killed this poor woman, a dark, dark secret is revealed from the League's past that has ramifications that will trickle down for years to come. Nailed it, mate. Uh, I, I think you uh, you did a good job there. And uh, yeah, this is, um, this is a, a tricky one. Uh, I think I, I'm... I think I'm looking forward to this more than some of the other ones, um, to be honest, because I think this is quite, a, it's going to be a divisive. I've, I've just got my mindset that this is going to divide people. I've got a feeling. Uh, all right, then. So let's kick it off. Uh, I don't know who went first last week because my memory is terrible and I wasn't here. Um, so, uh, Scott, do you want to go first this time? Yeah, I think that's right anyway, because, yeah, I think it was... Bill's pick and then Shane talked about it. So yeah, um, this was cool. I mean, this was only the second other Crisis book that I'd read. Uh, the only other one I'd read was Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, so to read this one in, what was it, like 40 years in advance um, after, after that one was, uh, it was cool to see what was going to happen. And I had no idea it was going to basically be like this mood mystery kind of book and and i loved it um it was issue one i've got to get it out there like i was reading it on a train and i was telling shane the other day like if i wasn't on that train i would have proper properly cried mm -hmm. um, at the end of that first issue um i was like i was gutted um, and then, and then it just goes from there. Like you know, it's it, that, that was like right. I've got to read more because I need to know one if you know if this character gets justice. You know, you know who obviously who done it, and then like how does this affect you know the hero community and um, you know everyone else. You know everyone else in in the whole world. How what happens? And I just I just loved where it went from there. So let me let me stop you there, mate, uh, because we've got some comments here as well. We've got Slim saying, uh, love Michael Turner's cover art in this. Oh, yes, man. And uh, we've got Adam here saying, Michael Turner's cover art was gorgeous. Wish he yeah. did the whole book. Oh, you and me both, mate. So, Scott, what about the art, mate? Let's let's get to the art. What did you make well, of the, uh, just, the artwork? Just a quick comment on the covers. My favourite one was the Wonder Woman cover. Yeah. It was issue four. Yeah. That was oh, yes. Really like that one. Um, but, yeah, the art was was great um you know it's it's not 
you know, it was out in 2004, isn't it? So it's like, it's not that far after the, the, the classic 90s style art that we've yeah. we've read in the past and I've learned to love as well. And yeah, I love that. The, and the colours and the, and the designs of all the characters were, were great. You know, even, all, you know, all the lines were done by one person and to like pretty much nail all of these heroes was, was great. Yeah. Phil, how about yourself, man? Yeah, I mean, similar. I mean, to be fair, the, the, co the cover art was the best art throughout the whole book. Um, it's, it's obviously the art's still very good, but I, I almost found that it's it was it was purposely dark, like there's a lot of shadows or something, like you know, and it was kind of a dark story, really. To be fair, in terms of what happened to to elongated man's wife. Um, so yeah, the art was great can't fault it really um nothing overly stuck out for me to be fair but it, it was it was, was faultless yeah i think you are right dark would be the word for yeah. this book uh shade yeah. how about yourself oh uh, yeah I, I loved it like, like i said the covers the seven covers are like seven of the most beautiful covers and they're all from one series and what scott said with the wonder woman cover i mean the art inside that issue as well with her just seeing her from the waist down so you just see her lasso or you just see yeah. her hands. It was just done so well to keep the focus off of her and on the heroes that we've been following for the story. I yeah. think that was fantastic. Can somebody remind me, which was the cover where you've got them all standing there and they're doing like really suspicious looks as well? That was a good one as well. Yeah, yeah that was a great cover. Yeah. That's the uh, cover got, they uh, used for the Eagle Moss hardcover. Yeah, we got. Uh, sorry, we got um, uh, Adam here saying. In general, I didn't like the art, but two great moments: the Deathstroke fight and the Wonder Woman interrogation. And uh, SCC yeah. saying issue seven cover is iconic. Somebody remind me what was issue seven? Was that the Batman one? Yeah, where he's leaning against the wall and he's sort of. Oh no! Like... Isn't this the one where all the capes are hanging up? That's issue yes. seven, isn't it? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one he's, he's referring to. Yes. Uh, Triple G saying uh, cover art was great. Not sure about issue art. Sometimes I liked, sometimes I hated it. Uh, I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, it looks like we're moving into the the kind of the favorite bits of art and stuff. So should we get to those uh, those favorite pages? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, dope. And so uh, let's go ahead with Scott. Do you want to go first, mate? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This. So this was. Um... Uh, I think it was at, at the start of one of the issues where um, uh, where Adam's ex-wife <laughs> was uh, hi was um, was hanging. You know, she was hanging by 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 a noose, and uh, you know, she had called she had called Adam to um, to come and help. And he, I think it, what was awesome was the fact that he had you know turned himself so small he could go through the phone lines yes. and, then, and then get even smaller again inside the rope and then expand and I just loved I just loved all these little panels of just the, the rope just sli slightly getting more and more you know ripped apart until he growed so big growed grew so big <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, that he just ripped it and he's he's really like he's given it a good go you can tell in that last panel there yeah, yeah, it, it's. It, I think it was quite clever, uh, you know, because mm. you know you could have just wrote that in the sense of, you know, he turns up, he cuts her down, but they're kind of utilised his power there, and they're like, you, you actually see him as well, don't you? Kind of like jump as a full size, and then he shrinks in the air. There's like several yeah. images of him, and then he's in the rope. 
yeah, I think that's yeah. uh, that, that's that was definitely a, a, a great page. And uh, Adam agrees as well. He said, actually, I forgot about this page. Great pick, Dean Brackett Scott. Yes, thank you very much. It's, I just thought this is going to confuse the hell out of people who are just listening <laughs> to the part. They can't see that we've swapped our names around identity crisis. Like, yeah. you know. I think that was such a good page as well, though, because you didn't know, you know, was she alive? Did he get there too late? You know, was it yeah. all in vain? Have we lost another wife of a Justice League member? It was just like yeah. heart pounding as well. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to get to that about the kind of like the emotional roller coaster that, that kind of this, this was. But uh, does anybody have any comments on Scott's uh, page there? Yeah, I just like the way like Scott had mentioned, like the fact that he had to jump through the rope as the quickest way to break it, as opposed to like trying to find scissors or a knife or whatever. Just the fact that yeah. I'll use my powers to bust through it. I thought it was great. Just get in and grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. Uh, we've got um, SCC saying the interior art was standard for me. I did find some of the male faces to look at a bit wonky. They all uh, had weird noses, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Do you remember? Do you remember? Like, uh, I guess, like for our, our international viewers, uh, you might not remember, but there was a show here on TV called Spitting Image. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember the puppets yeah. that had the weird noses? Yes. Like, Remind me a bit of that. I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but uh, Liam here says he agrees with Adam. He wasn't a fan of the art, but the covers were fantastic. I think no one's going to slate those covers. Like, I'll be honest with you, like, I, I've been clicking on and off for a long time. I've not many, met many people that don't like Michael Turner's work. I think it's universally just beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the next uh, panel then. And that's going to be you, Phil. Yeah, I, I I just want for the tragedy, the the the, the grief and the, you know this this is I mean this is where elongated man's uh, wife Sue is it is it Digby or Digney, or Dibney, Dibney, yeah. So um she obviously died and um he rushed to kind of save her and you find out obviously she was um she was pregnant but the thing is that really got me like I I stopped this page for a good five minutes because. So he had he had knew that she was buying him this magnifying glass for his birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And but then she knew that he would know. So she thought I'll surprise him anyway and, and give the, the pregnancy test and then bang it cuts to this. And I just thought mm. like with the, having the magnifying glass there, the fact that the, the sprinklers are obviously teeming down with water, um, she's obviously being scorched to the point where like she's no her on, on her head. It's horrific, and then he he obviously can't keep himself in human form. Like he's like his face is all kind of elongated. Like he he, he just have has no control over that. I just thought that was great yeah. and really sad. And like yeah, Scott he does, said, he does, like he does have problems controlling his powers, doesn't he? If I'm yeah, not mistaken, yeah. after yeah, the grief, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, as Scott was saying, like when I when I seen this image, particularly the pregnancy test, it's just like oh, that's. And then the end, it just says um, Ralph Dibney, widower. It's like oh, oh, it's so it's it's so it's so bad. It's just I can't, man, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Don't start oh. me off again, man. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely uh there's I think there's a lot of this kind of thing here as well. And uh, just before I take the image down there, uh Adam is saying here, he said uh, again, I he didn't dig the art here, it's quite hard to look at, but it kind of helps this scene and adds to it being a bit more of a gut punch. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, agree with that, but 
I think that was a hell of a moment in, in the book there as well. Um, before we do go any further, folks, as well, I do want to, we don't do this very often, but we're trying to be good here as well. Um, there, there is a trigger warning on, on this episode. Some of the stuff that may come up in conversation may be uh, uh, a bit startling for people. I don't know what you've been through in your life, so just tread carefully uh, while we're having a conversation. Uh, I got a bit serious then, didn't I? Whoa. <laughs> Strange. Trying to be responsible. Um, all right. Uh, anybody else on Phil's panel? I just that page. That page gets. I mean, I've read it before, obviously, but um, it gets you again because you still. I mean, it's it's not often heroes lose. You know, when you're when they're running somewhere to save someone, they always make it. You know, it's dramatic and it's exciting, but they always make it. And yeah. he just didn't, and it's just so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, SEC says it looks like he's melting. Yeah, th that's a thing. Like once his wife died, he had problems controlling his, I want to say stretchiness. I don't know whether that's the proper term. Uh, that's the better word. Yeah. No, use words, <laughs> Dean. Proper words. Somebody um, knows science. <laughs> and uh, Sean here from Slim Comics, he's, he's saying the interior artwork is an eyesore. For, I wouldn't go that far I don't by, care, by any me. means. No. Sorry. It, it, it is harsh. Like, on some pages, I, I didn't like the art. So one says an eyesore, but I, I can see where he's coming from, to be fair. This this I'm, is why I knew. The, I had a feeling this was going to be divisive. Like, everything about this book, when I was reading it, just screamed, there's going to be people over here, and there's going to be people over here, artwork and writing. Like, that's, I just got that vibe. The same really? problem with the Hikatea. Like, the artwork wasn't up to the story standards, the same as the Hikatea. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Uh, right then, let's uh, move on. Uh, so we've got Shane. Yours next, my friend. Yeah, I mean, another one, another gut punch. Um, <laughs> I picked this not just because, I mean, look how awesome it looks, but it also reminded me of the killing joke. You know, when Batman goes to see Barbara in the hospital and she breaks down and she's like, save my mm. dad. It reminded me really, like I really had killing joke vibes from that. But also the yeah. scene is just heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, I don't know whether people can see there, but that that throughout the book, it, whenever it was introduced, because there was a lot of narrative in this from a lot of different people, and it kept saying, didn't it? it would say like uh, Clark and Martha, mother and son. Yeah. And have you read that there where it says, you know, Batman and Robin or something, or Bruce and Orphans. Tim? Orphans. Orphans. <laughs> it's like, that's harsh. Whoa. It's true, though. Like, it's just get in. I have a problem with this page, and it's really simple and silly. Where's his, where's his shoes? Like, he I don't took know his how... clothes off as he ran in. Yeah, he was he wearing did. his Robin costume, and Batman was like, "You're in your costume." So he quickly pulled everything off because the cops were going to be there. Oh, I get it now. Oh, I, I understand. I, I didn't yeah. read the book. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, com comic band saying, "Oh man, yeah, this page got me. Uh, yeah, I think this was this was probably one of the big gut punches for me in this." Um, and Chris here from Off My Shelves is saying, "The amount of narration is the only thing that irked me. It seemed like everyone was narrating. Uh, I loved." Uh, he carries on later saying he loved that page, Phil. Oh, uh, okay. Very impactful. <laughs> it ran out of characters, of course. So. There we go. Hang on, let me get the other part of that message then. There we go. Love that page. Bill picked impactful. There we go. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I think Tim's face in this as well, like it's just so harrowing. Like the yeah. look of yeah. just everything. Tim, There's just so much going on in his face. 
do you know what gets me as well? Like, it's like in a simple thing, like the way he's gripping Batman, like he's gripping him so tightly, like he obviously needs like that bit of comfort or something from from Batman. And uh, yeah, like I mean, there's no question that this is, this is a great panel, but yeah, there's a lot of grief in this book, isn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, SEC points out a good thing here as well, and he says, "I love how Batman um, just looks like an empty cow, and you can't see him other than the shadow and the darkness." But yeah, I never kind of like looked at that before, but yeah, yeah, that definitely adds to the uh, the vibe of it, I think. Um, and we got, I did see a comment here. It was often well Trooper. Have we got any more on this? Yeah. No. Just... No. We're okay with, with to move on from that one. Uh, and the reason why I was asking is because Triple G here says, uh, Shane, that's an amaz- amazing page, but I prefer the one in the car when Bruce looks at Tim when he's realising what's happened. Uh, and would you believe it? <laughs> this is the page I picked. Um, I think at this point in the story for me, I felt the fear. Yeah, man. Like, you know, you had his dad on the phone and he's like, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. And, of all the Batman books I've read, which is probably more of my DC kind of allotted books than anything else, I ain't never seen Batman look that scared of anything yeah. in my life. No. You could feel the tension, couldn't you? Because yeah, usually, usually when they draw Batman with fear, he's like reacting for like snarl teeth or something, or you know, like look at the court of owls you, you like, that we yeah. read. You know, like he's scared there, but he's kind of responding with aggression. Like that's pure. Unknown fear that is for Batman because it's not for him, it's fear yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know, it's someone he's so close with, and he's just gone, Oh my god, you could be going through exactly what I went through. And because he's so close, he doesn't want that, obviously. So he's like, We've got to sort something out. And it goes from him just looking like terrified to insanely determined in the next panel there. And then yeah. his foot just goes down on that accelerator because he knows he's not going to make it. It's yeah, it's that's, ter- terrible. That's the thing. It's not like Batman thinks this could happen. I, I think at this point, Batman knows it's not going to. Yeah. It doesn't look good. And, but, uh, I, 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 sorry, Shay. Go ahead. I was just going to say what I don't get about this scene is they know that someone's hunting loved ones of superheroes, and Jack has contacted Oracle, and Oracle is in contact with the entire superhero community. Why did she not get Superman on the phone straight away? Well, she tried Flash, him. didn't she? Yeah, 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 Flash was busy yeah. with um, Deathstroke. But Superman, why didn't you call Superman or Wonder Woman or, you know, someone who can get there at super speed, Captain Marvel, anyone? Well, rumour is Superman didn't pay his EE bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ran out of credit. <laughs> Let's just catch up with the comments here because I can see we've got quite a few in there. They're, they're flicking by quite a bit. Uh we have uh, Job Bart, I think, responding to the uh, narration uh, that we were talking about there. He said, Bread melts and writes books, hence a lot of ways stuff. Yeah, I think he's he is a kind of um, whodunit detective crime writer, isn't he? Uh, Brad Meltzer. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner, isn't he? Yeah, or I think nominee. so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, we New York have Times bestseller. Yeah, we've got Liam here saying, uh, uh, addressing uh, Adam there. So it feels feels very much like all the effort was put into more impactful pages like this one, but either rushed the rest or just weren't as bothered about the quality. So it looks like there's some high points of art in there for people, and then there's some some low points and stuff as well for, for folks. Fair, on that comment there that, that Liam's saying, and, and can I 
work with the the narration the fact that like i'm not a great narrow fan and i find quite boring but whenever they had all the like the, the loads of narration i feel like it would be a waste to put good art in with the narration if you know what i'm saying so i agree yeah yeah, I, 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 I had a feeling we were going to go this way with the, with, the, with the art and the narration and stuff because I kind of felt it myself. Um, uh, just let's just do one more comment and then we'll move on and we'll talk about the writing. Uh, uh, SEC saying with the narration, I didn't like how it repeated the plot at the start of each issue, more so for reading it straight through. Uh, I kind of agree, but then sometimes in comics when they do that, for me, I think I have to try and remember these were like monthly books they were trying probably trying to remind people what had happened yeah. last month but when you do read it all in one go it does get annoying you know all right uh any more on this one no no poor jack <laughs> can i can i ask a question actually so is this book and i i also, i know now with like the the recent kind of uh dc stuff everything's in continuity is this book in continuity yeah it's not right okay. no this ended with New 52, when New 52 started, so Flashpoint erased this story. So Pembroke's card's okay. I thought this was in the weird space where it did adopt, didn't it have some his, um, references to history in there because it had the thing about the wizard swapping places with the, the JLA and stuff as well. I, I'm sure it did make some nods to stuff that had happened. And even after this, I think there were references to uh, Infinite Crisis. That's what I'd read about it. Oh yeah, but Phil's talking about continuity now. Were you not? Oh, uh, just I get it. Like, yeah, just like yeah. just uh, addressing off my shell's comment about the fact that Tim was the only Robin that wasn't kind of drenched in death. Like didn't have it. Like uh, like, you know, like take Grayson's parents off. He died and stuff. Mm. And like I don't know, is that still a thing now? Is Tim Drake is his is his dad still dead in today's DC books or? Oh, I don't know, but I do know Sue Dibney is alive again. Well, <laughs> it's comic books, man. Nobody stays dead. <laughs> We know that. Um, and Highland G is saying uh, that's his problem with the current CW. They, they are all in the same universe, but never call on each other. Uh, so lose battle, they should not uh, lose battles. They should not have would make for an easy win if Superman got involved. Though I think that's in reference to uh, Adam's comment there when he said, "Why didn't he call Superman?" Uh, Adam was saying, was Superman maybe protecting Lois at this point? Maybe they avoided asking him because he probably would just drop everything and come to the immediate danger. And i tell you what I did like in this about Superman. You know that bit when he's on the vi I can't remember who was with. He's on the video call with, I think it's, it's with uh, Ollie. Yep. Uh, he's talking to Green Arrow and um, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> in front of me, you're just like, that's the Superman we love, man. Right. Well, Green there. Arrow sasses him, doesn't he? He sasses yeah, yeah. him over the yeah. view screen and then he just appears in his face. And Green yeah, Arrow's he's like, straight there. <laughs> like from the video screen, like in seconds, he's just in front of him. I thought it was great. I, I, I really disliked Green Arrow in this book. I thought really? he was a bit of. I, I don't know what it is or something about him. I just disliked throughout the book. Well, I disliked quite a few characters, so let's let's get into the writing. Let's just uh, say a hello to uh, Sean, the noob there, uh, popping in and joining us. So let's get on to the writing then. Uh, Scott, what did you feel about the uh, the writing for you? Well, like I said earlier, I thought it was like a really good like murder mystery with some other bits sprinkled in here and there. To be honest, like you know, I think I think uh, the other biggest part of the story was how they dealt with dr light and wiping his memory and then you learning later on that they actually did the same to batman as well and like and and you had ollie as well talking about the fact that you know superman hears what he wants 
and Batman knows what he wants to know. You know what I mean? And it's like, so like, there's this kind of hint that even though it's all hush hush and secret between these seven people in the Justice League, it's Superman and Batman probably know what's happened. They're just not saying anything. Yeah. I um I think that what they did with Doctor Light was quite good because I think uh, again from what I've read um not within this but you know articles and stuff after this um you know Doctor Light was considered a, a bit of a kind of ridiculous villain before this and they actually brought some sort of menace to the character um that's what I read um yeah. so that's quite good that they were able to do something like that yeah because he was always um, getting beaten by the Teen Titans and. No offense to the Teen Titans, but they are <laughs> a lower tier Justice League, aren't they? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had never heard of Doctor Light before this, so as far as I can see from now on, he's just just a rapist, I suppose, because he you know, obviously he's trigger warning, like he obviously uh, raped and assaulted Sue in, in the past, and I, I found it weird to have this character who I didn't know, complete nothing character, all of a sudden just be this kind of extreme, kind of violent. Have weird. you not seen? Um... Uh, is it uh, Stargirl, is it, on the TV no. show? I think Dr. Light's a character in that, isn't he, Shane? And the, and the Flash as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, he's in that too. Oh, there we go. She, she, she's yeah, in Yeah. Just before we go any further, let's say hello to Alistair, who's joining us. Hashtag Late Squad. He's <laughs> uh, happy the band's yeah. back together. Uh, Triple G here saying Dr. Light is the worst part for him. Uh, the story around him uh, was far too graphic uh and not needed right just before we go any further like i'm gonna just throw in my two cents here for this one um that particular scene i'm not averse to things like that. i like a bit of bleak uh bad stuff happening in books uh i think it's a great tool to kind of motivate conflict along but i do feel that they didn't handle it right in this for me um personally i think it happened like i get why they were doing it they needed something big uh, to be the catalyst for, for this kind of event. Uh, but yeah, it, the way that they handled it afterwards didn't quite sit well with me. Like we, we never saw her mention it as a victim. We never saw how she dealt with it as a victim. Like it was just lots of people standing over her go almost going, Oh, well, she'll be all right. Like I just thought it yeah. wasn't done in a, in the right way really for me. I took it to that Satana would have wiped her memory of it. But that's what I thought. But then mm -hmm. even that stage, that's, that's, I think that's wrong as well. If they did wipe her memory, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't know. The whole, the whole kind of uh, rape scene was, it was unnecessary. I think they could have made him like you were mentioning a catalyst. There could have been a catalyst in some other way. Maybe he was obsessed with her and tried to attack her, but didn't actually like succeed in attacking her. I don't know. I, I didn't like that. That particular. Um, I, I get scene. what they wanted to do. They wanted to go. They were going for maximum kind of gut punches in mm. his book. That's blatantly obvious. And, you know, again, I'm not throwing any blames. You know, sometimes as a writer, you either hit it or you miss it. And I think you just missed on that one. I think it was oh, a little bit of lazy writing. Yeah, they could right. have could have written that better. If they were going to do it, they could have wrote it a bit better for me. I disagree. Like, I think it was done so well, the fact that it was completely random. He didn't go up there to do that. He didn't really know who mm. she was. Like, he didn't target mm. her. She just happened to be up there. He was up there to do something else. She was there. Back then, he was that kind of person. And they yeah. needed, I mean, if he had tried to attack her and failed, I don't think they would have reworked his mind. I think mm. the fact that he did it and the fact that he oh, was yeah. going to show off with his powers and tell everyone what he'd done, they had to actually rework his yeah. mind altogether. And I don't think yeah. a, an attempted attack would have got them there. 
No, I t- totally agree. It's one of those that you've either got to do it or you don't do it. You, you do something else. And, and I, I, like I said, I've got no problems that they, they actually used something like that in the book. I just wish they'd have maybe wrote it a little bit better than they did or approached think, it better than they did. See, I think this was handled a lot better than, say, the, the Watchmen with the comedian. Mm. That, like that scene. I mean, this is a mm. lot less graphic and a lot less violent. I mean, mm. obviously, it's wild. I mean, like, we don't see the violence as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it was, no, you in don't. that way, it was handled for me very well. I, I, just, I just think because, like, um, what was his name again? His first, his real name, human name. You don't get it. You don't get it. Ralph, 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 and Sue. Like they were just such a nice little couple, and like the fact that like everyone knew his identity, and she was okay with it. They've been together for like was it twenty years or something like this year, and mm. it was a cute little couple. They were about to have a baby, and then all of a sudden, next the next day, she is that she's being sexually assaulted. I just didn't like it. I just nothing against the way it was handled overly. It's just I just didn't want that to happen to her. It's like I felt. Just uh, just addressing uh, some of the comments here as well. Uh, it says, just out of interest, was there an age warning on the book? I'm not sure if it's by. There wasn't for me um, on the um, copy I had. And the age plus. warning, it, yeah, it said teen. But teen again, I don't know whether I'd kind of be happy with my teenager reading this. I'm not sure. I, I don't well, know. Teen's 14 years there, so that's, that's, the, that's the, yeah, the rating. That's, 14 plus. I'm still not sure I'm comfortable with that for me personally, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Would you? Would you guys? Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would. With this, I, like I say, it's not vis- visual. It's not as visual as it could have been. Like I imagine, a book like Saga would have gone a lot further with this kind of scene. So <laughs> yeah. I oh yeah, I'm not. Let, let me let me articulate better. I'm not talking about the the graphicness of it. Mm. I'm talking about the way it was written. Um, I feel like it could have been done better. It could have been written better. Um, so I'm not talking about the graphicness or the shock factor of it. I'm just saying I think that they could have, if they were going to use something like that, which is quite alarming anyway, uh, they could have written that a little bit better. But that, that's what I'm getting at. I'm not on about the graphicness of it or anything like Fair that. Fair enough. They needed something big to happen, didn't they? Yeah. They needed, yeah, yeah, totally. like, you know, they it you needed that kind of, you can see the train of thought in how, you know, they wanted that secret conflict in the justice league so to be able to get that they needed to you know they wanted to wipe someone's mind but to be able to wipe someone's mind something big enough needed to happen and and that's what they decided to go with they didn't just wipe his mind because they've been wiping bad guys for years they literally reworked him and made him a, a bumbling fool that the teen titans could take out and make fun of every issue what, do you know what else I had a, a problem with in this? Um, some of the characters. I'm, I'm yeah, going to come too. out and say, well, you touched on it, yeah, right there. I'm, I'm just coming back to you where you said that you didn't like Greeno in this. I get what they were going for with this. I mean, this book really, the writing of this is to kind of show on a more personal level, this is what I took from it, what happens to heroes when they lose control. Um, so that's clever and good but i just felt that some of the characters in this ended up just looking a bit like arses <laughs> you, you know you know what i mean like i just thought yeah and i just thought all right you've lost control and they get what they were trying to do they were trying to say well yeah look they've got no idea of how to handle this they've completely lost control but some of them just kept, became a little bit dislikable for me yeah like for me wally west was the only one with some sort of moral high code oh. like 
Oh no, no, he was the one that I was annoyed at. It's like you weren't there. Oh, really? Shut your mouth, little boy. Go away. You're not the no, real but like <laughs> he, he's my Flash. Sorry, Scott. But it's just like I don't know. He had this kind of idea, like like you can't do this to people. You can't do that to Batman. You had to tell him, and obviously he had this kind of like uh, towards the end, this idea that he wanted to say it, but was almost afraid to speak, and he knew Batman was like looking at him because he knew like he knew type thing. And mm. I just think that Wally West just. Um, for me, he was basically telling Ollie, Ollie um, that he was a arsehole, and I thought Ollie was an arsehole, so good on Wally West. Well, no, but it's okay to take the moral high ground when you weren't there. <laughs> you didn't experience this situation. Yeah. But this is the thing, he, he, he kind of related to the point where, well, Barry wouldn't do this, but Barry did do it, but yeah, he was but... also in, he, he was in grief at the same time, so it's almost like they kind of took advantage of Barry as well, because he didn't think Barry would do this on a normal kind of mindset. Uh, John Block Comics here. He's saying uh, he, he thinks the writing came across a lot like uh, a schlock grindhouse sort of pulp noir fan fiction, uh, but does that does go on to say uh, still quite liked it though. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, Triple G saying uh, I really like Wally West in this. I showed him as a very uh, string character. Sure. Uh, and Adam says, say what you want about Wally. He ain't no snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Yeah. And SEC here saying, uh, the, oh, yeah, the firestorm moment. Uh, yeah. I felt was so random just in being in a couple of pages to just explode. Why? I, I yeah. find that with quite a few of the characters. And uh, that's the thing. Like, it actually reminded me of Shane's quiz. Like, whenever we were playing, like, No Man's Land and we're thinking the characters' names, like, Shane knows them all. Like, Bolt and the calculator. Like, who knows these people? Like, who is the calculator? It's just such a I'll, strange villain or hero to put. To I will. Purposes. I will just say I don't know where because it just. I was going to leave it to the end, uh, but just to kind of because uh, I don't know. I haven't gone on and read, so I don't know. But there are a bunch of crossover issues uh, for this as well. So if if you have enjoyed this and you want to read on, there's all of your crossover times. But you can see there, there's a firestorm one. So only one. When yeah, <laughs> when whether him exploding ties into his run on there. I'm, I'm sure it probably will. So that's the list if you want to read on, yeah. folks. And to uh, ask Bill's question, the calculator is like the anti-Oracle, like he works for the bad guys. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just I don't know. It's just, a, I don't like the name. I don't like the, the calculator. Go away. That's what Brad Meltzer was praised for, though, really, I think, in this. Yeah. Uh, look, look, you know, he, he was praised for taking a lot of lesser known villains and heroes and characters and bringing them into a kind of more modern dilemma and situation you know yeah there's a lot of characters i i hadn't heard of uh, to be honest and it was it was good to learn a few more for shane's and, quiz yeah and did, I, you know, I, I wrote them down. <laughs> did you know that boomerang's son is the brother of bart allen no I, I, I do now <laughs> Wow. There you go. That's why he's got super speed. <laughs> did, I, was, I was wondering. Did we ever find out? Like, oh, yeah. He was like his golden glider, my mum, and he's like, no. nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think we actually found out who it was. No, then no. It mu again, it must be in one of the other issues somewhere, though. Uh, Highland G saying, Wally is the honesty of the DC universe where Dick is the hope. So, of course, he would struggle with it, even if not directly involved. Uh, and Comic Band. Adam here saying Meltzer's JL run did the same thing. I really liked it for that. Uh, and uh, SEC boomerang playing with explode rank frisbee with his son was a rando moment. Yeah. 
It's like a father son. Did, weird. Did we ever find out what was in the box from issue one? I can't remember. Remember the no. box that was kind of they were trying to sell something and never no, find out. No, because um, elongated man just buggered off, didn't he? he had to go home. <laughs> yeah, he had to. His wife was. Um... <laughs> yeah, there was that box when and uh, was it Bolt was injured. Bolt, yeah. yeah. And again, yeah, that all kind of seemed a bit pointless. Well, maybe yeah. I suppose as a writing technique, it was there to distract the elongated man, wasn't it? It was there. To, yeah. He was he was doing something when that happened, but yeah. That so we only know what he knows. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I like that though. I think it's clever. They just, you know, they don't have to spoon feed the reader everything. I like being spoon fed. <laughs> in real life and in comics yeah he, he, here we go chaps this is what I was referring to Joblock Comics has articulated better than I did he says do you know that the, the story was based on two old issues of Justice League where the villain swap body with with the villain I think you mean heroes there I think issues 167 and 168 by Jerry Conway there is a reference in, yeah. in the book yeah there's a they newspaper, the newspaper yeah. that's what I was saying about there are references to kind of like historical uh, continuity that, that's kind of that as well I was on about that moment there and Triple G um, has just told us what's in the box <laughs> did, did it? See, yeah we did see what was in the box we just all totally forgot <laughs> oh yes it was it was yes, a super warm open yes yeah oh well done mate you, you clearly got better <laughs> more memory than we have <laughs> I like I like Comic Bound's message here though. He says maybe we'll find out in an episode of Shane's what's in the box. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> and I agree with SCC here as well. He says bogged. I thought that was some sort of punisher knockoff. Totally. Yep. Absolutely. He even had the skull on his black t-shirt, didn't he, in the car? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Triple G I'm... saying that like, keep up guys, smiley face. <laughs> We're trying, mate. We're trying. <laughs> I have an, I have another issue again. Maybe I'm taking something wrong from the book, but with a title like Identity Crisis, I thought like, each character or hero would actually have a, an identity crisis. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like they didn't have crisis with their own like mm. identity. Essentially, it was the one who was already in, in, in the open and the public who we all knew who it was type of thing. And they're obviously fearful for their wives and their partners and so on. But like. It wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a murder mystery. I was expecting like characters to have problems of like coming like out to the public or something, or they've been found out or whatever. And I don't know. Oh. Like I'm looking at their bank account and going, "Oh my god, someone's someone's taken two hundred pounds out of my bank account." <laughs> I uh, identity fraud. Yeah. <laughs> I think the good thing about the name is it refers to so much. Yeah. Not not only Doctor Light, you know, not only the characters thinking that should they be on this side of the argument or should they be on the other side? So they all, there's so many characters in this that do actually have the identity crisis throughout the book. Yeah. That was, that was a kind of a bit of a negative for me though, at the same time. Um, Like it was great, but I going back to what some folks have said in the, in the chat there, uh, there was almost too much at one point. And it just seemed everybody was trying to narrate that story as well, and that that was that became a, a bit of a downside for me with this. Can we uh, can we bring up the you know the reveal of the who done it yeah. at the end? Can we talk about how absolute batshit crazy that was? Well, it is a seventeen. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You you mean spoil it for people, mate? A seventeen-year-old book. They read the book. <laughs> Of course we can spoil it. That's what we do. <laughs> Trigger warning. 
how great was the fake out twist though oh my god yeah oh i really thought it was the atom i, I was like no just to get back with his yeah. wife no yeah. that's really bad and then you're like no it's her just to get back with him it's one of them yeah. ones like when you, whenever you find out you kind of think oh, i should have known that because a few issues behind and they were talking yeah. about getting divorced and stuff there was more to it than just kind of her being there there was more to it and that that, that I mean, she's obviously an Arkham Knight because that's where she needs to be. But she's fucking yeah. mental. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just like how she was like justifying it, and she was like, yeah. "Oh, you know, like we, we're back together, so everything is cool. Like this is what yeah, I wanted." I didn't mean to. I told you it was an accident. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I ask? Did did you enjoy the ending? As in, you know, the reveal and stuff. Phil, did did you? It wasn't what I was expecting, but I still liked it. It's just not what I thought it was going to be. Shane. Yeah, the fact that it caught me off guard, absolutely. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, it was the last person I was expecting. I, I I'm satisfied with how that ended. Uh, SCC here is saying uh, the reveal was uh, <laughs> uh, like some Scooby Doo ending. For me, for me personally, um, I I was a bit let. I was let down by the. Uh, I I loved the fact. I was so surprised that this was a who done it, and I was all like, "This is gonna be great" because I love. Who done it and murder mysteries and stuff like that. I thought it was great. It that when that landing come though, this just did not stick the landing for me. I was all like, because we had so many emotional roller coaster moments. Like like I, I think as we've termed it, gut punches. The emotions were so high. We like Tim Drake's dad and that scene with Dr. Light and you know, a bunch of others as well. When it got to the reveal and they pulled that curtain back, it was almost kind of like. Oh, it was his crazy ex. No, you know what I, mean? I think it was just so clever to not go with a villain. Like, it wasn't a villain. So no eyes were ever going to be pointing that way. Everyone, they were going to go through every single rogues gallery before they ever considered anyone else. And the fact that it was literally just an ex-wife, I thought that was fantastic. Mm. Like, this massive thing happens because of one woman. Mm. But ag again, this this is how I knew this was going to be a divisive thing, because um, again, I, I I I can see that that reveal really splitting people down the middle. Even for people who were on board, I can kind of see people kind of disengaging after after that point. Let's have a look what people are saying. Uh, Liam's saying there was a part of the book where Batman is questioning who benefits. Uh, and that was when I realised it wasn't going to be a villain, and I narrowed it down to Gene or Jack Drake. What you suspected, Jack? You got suspicious mind, Liam. He does. He does. Uh, Adam saying I wasn't a massive fan of the reveal. I felt like it was a bit of a stretch. Although I do admit, uh, I, I was like Shane, and I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, when I thought it was Ray. Oh, okay. I thought it was Ray. Uh, Tom saying uh, I hated what they did. Uh, clear, but hated it. <laughs> uh, well, do we have? And we've got SEC uh, cutting up your wardrobe is one thing, but your friends' friends, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is another image that I really I like, but it was also a bit, a bit harsh. Was the, the, the image where you see her gurning her lamps out, but she's obviously going to kind of burn her friend with the kind of I don't know what kind of gun it was, they, they, they just scorched her. Yeah, it's just the idea of like her garner lamps. Like, well, I'm sorry, I've killed you, but I have to do this. Sorry to hide the evidence. Like, 
even if it was an accident for a, a normal sane person, maybe she would admit to it or something, or you know, try and do something to help. But, but I don't know. to say it was an accident, and then in another breath say, "Well, I took a flamethrower with me just in case." Yeah, I yeah. shrunk loads of weapons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not just not, not just a, she, she took all her guns. Just think, it was, she says guns plural in case. Like what she yeah, I, I, that's the bit to me where I kind of I, I was don't get me wrong, I was surprised, but it wasn't a good surprise. I kind of went oh. Oh, okay, to you know, but you know, to balance it out, uh, let's just wrap it up and move on to the final thoughts. I did like the little touches in this mm-hmm. that you could tell uh, that you know Brad writes crime stuff because even the little detail of how she shrunk down and they found two little footprints inside Sue. Um, I, again, like th- those little details were great, so I enjoyed all that stuff. All right, let's do it. I'm um, just um, just notice the time. Uh, so let's uh, wrap this one up with our final thoughts and scores. Let's do that and that, and we're ready. Oh, we all didn't right, get then. a call. We should have all got our glasses out again this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the drill, folks. Uh, if you've read along with us this week, uh, let us know what your final thoughts and your scores are, one to ten. I'll try and catch them all and collect them here. Uh, and we'll get an average of what everybody thinks at the end. So, Phil, over to you, mate. I'll try and keep it short and sweet. Um, I did enjoy the book. There's no question. Like um, from the first issue, the kind of emotional kind of investment I had in it. Like I was, I enjoyed from start to finish. I didn't feel let down by the reveal, but I do feel like I was expecting something different. Um, there were a lot of characters in this that I don't see their point really because i get what you're saying they, they they kind of have a catalyst towards something else but you could have easily not had had them in the book um again i enjoyed it art was fine wasn't uh, didn't blow me away but it was just standard it was it was grand covers were fantastic the fact that we spent so long talking about covers like we never talk about covers in the show it just goes to show that we all wanted michael turner to draw the whole book okay. um yeah i mean it was it was exciting to the point that I mean I can't remember her name, but she is batshit crazy, the, the wife. And I thought that was funny rather than like a reveal. Um yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a six. I think that's fair. I think I think there's too many things that I didn't like in terms of all the characters. Um I, I don't know nothing about it. I still understand the three in court, but that was what was the point in that storyline, like them going to court. But you know, other than that, I, I think okay. six is fair. It's a six from Phil then. Shane, over to you, mate. I, I loved this book. I loved most things about it. Yeah, there are nitpicky things. And um, I thought I had read this with rose-tinted glasses all those years ago, you know, like 17 years ago. But rereading it for the first time in probably 10, 12 years, it still punches you in the gut. It still excites you. You know, even though I knew the ending, I was still along for the ride and I loved it. Um Deathstroke versus the Justice League. What an amazing battle. We didn't talk about that, how he managed to take them all out with so much ease. I loved I... it. <laughs> yeah. Because he's that good and Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman weren't there. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I know the art inside is not as good as the art on the cover. That's very seldom the case anyway. But this story, you get Detective Batman doing detective work. You get so many characters, lives changed forever. And this... This does has this has such a ripple effect on the DCU 
going outwards that it just pretty much changes the entire you know line of comic books going forward and it's just fantastic and this is my era of comics and i will read this again and i love it so i'm going to give this a nine out of ten all right it's a nine from shane uh scott it's coming Uh, your way the the emotion you get from the from the very first issue is what took me along this whole story i was i was gripped i was invested i was just taking everything for what it was and just enjoying the book i think like uh you know like like uh, like phil said need us a chain then like like phil said um the you know the the art was just it was on par for what it is usually around that time and stuff uh, all that stuff was great i love the plot twist um I like this this whole side story with Doctor Light and the you know the the magic lobotomizing, and I really enjoyed you know the you know the mature themes and how they kind of added to the suspense and the darkness and all this kind of kind of stuff. But yeah, so overall, I I really enjoyed it, and um, I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh, it's an eight from Mr. Shelf. All right then, let's uh, let's have a look, see what everybody says then before we uh, get to do my one. Um, and we've got Tottenham Gaming here. How you doing, mate? He comes in with a nine. Uh, he loves this one. Uh, we've got uh, Carl here. Adam and Carl didn't read it, uh, but don't think we would have enjoyed this one. Glad we passed uh, this week. Uh, we've got Job Lot. Uh, comic comes in with a six. Uh, we have. SCC saying 5.5 decent concepts like poor execution uh, we have Triple G Comics uh, so though I would hate the reread but actually thought I would hate the reread but actually enjoyed it some great bits but overall a bit mixed a 7 from Pete there uh, Lorraine comes in with a 7.5 out of 10 only because she didn't like the ending uh, it is a 7 uh, for Chris uh, from off my shelves and uh, just scrolling on down. Alistair sadly didn't read this week. He was too busy enjoying Marvel zombies. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> uh, we've got Tom here from this month in movies, six out of 10 for him. Uh, and we have, I'm just scrolling down. I'm trying to make sure it don't jump on me. Uh, Adam here from comic band. I enjoyed the murder mystery, the death stroke fight and the gut punch moments, but the connect, the connective tissue in between and the end reveal was a bit lacking. A seven out of 10. Uh, Give a word, didn't they? Uh, uh, and Liam, uh, some high points, some low points. It was just inconsistent all around. I wanted to like it, but this discussion has made me realize I didn't really. Five out of 10 oh. uh, from, from Liam. <laughs> and uh, let's just say a quick hello to Firehawk, who's sneaking in and joining us as well. How did you make? Uh, right. Okay. Oh, and I'm being told off here as well, just before we do my final four. Off my shelves, Chris is saying, Dean, we've talked about this. He's missed the shelf. No. I was your, I was your first. Mr. Right? Shelf. <laughs> I personally feel the only way to settle this is a battle to the death. So, Five. Whip shelves. Whip shelves. On a shelf, he lasts longer. Yeah, I'll bring my pointy triangle shelves. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to it. I, I, um, I, I, I'm in the middle of this one. I'll be honest with you. I, I was looking forward to having the conversation because I knew this was going to be quite div- divisive. Um, and I love a good whodunit. 
so I was excited by this. Uh, and I think issue one really captured me. Like like you just said there, I was in from issue one. And all of those moments, it just did not stick the landing for me. It just did not. Other than that, uh, there was not too many issues. I, I thought that there was too much narration uh, from too many different people. They could have maybe either done that in a different way or come at it from a different angle. Uh, I've already touched on it. I did not like the way that they wrote the sexual assault scene. I think if they were going to do that, they could have written that a little bit better. Um, and I, I did like the use of the the kind of B-list villains and heroes. I thought that was great what he did with that. And I thought the concept was great that he tried to show you on a personal level what happens to all of these characters once control is kind of is lost. And like Shane said, I'll even agree with that as well. The ripple effect of this, I think I've read somewhere, doesn't this ultimately kind of lead to the temporary shutting down of the JLA at some point as well, I think I read. So yeah, I appreciate all of that in, in it. But yeah, for me, it just did not stick that landing and I can't get over that. I love a good whodunit and that reveal, I was like, Brad, 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 dear me. Um, so for that reason, it's a seven out of 10 for me. Amicable. Yeah, there's I a lot I enjoyed. Good. There's a lot I didn't. Nice. So, on average, then everybody that's participated along with us, uh, we have eight scores from people. Unless I have missed any, let me just double check. No, I haven't. Uh, they have given it a six point six out of ten. All right. Those that have read along this week, and our average. We have given this a six from Phil, a nine from Shane, an eight from Scott, and a seven from me. We are all on different pages with this. <laughs> that brings it in at a seven point five for us. Uh, so we've almost got we've got like a one point one difference between us and everybody that read along this week. I'm uh, happy with that. Big. It's a quite big difference, to be honest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's compared to yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so that what everybody wants to know is where does it fall on that nerd herd leaderboard? Uh, so we've got a seven point five. So it joint comes 11. in, yeah, joint eleventh comes in joint eleventh with Skyward. Nice, nice. How do we feel about that? I'm happy with that. I'm happy That's with great. that. There we go. Then. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go, joint 11th on the Nerd Herd leaderboard. And now we need to decide uh, what we're going to read next week. And that's down to everybody that's still and stuck with us and still still with us in the chat here. So you know the drill, folks. Uh, if you haven't been here before, uh, drop a recommendation in the chat, of a story arc that you want us to read. Uh, and we'll put it on the spinny wheel. Scott's on wheel duties. Uh, and we'll... We'll pick one at random, and of course, we'll have a little giveaway for, for whoever we select, uh, and you'll also have an invitation to come and join us on the screen if you want to. You don't have to, but the invitation will be there. So go for it. Drop <laughs> it. it really fast. Oh <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Witchblade again. <laughs> cool. That's not, oh, that's, God, not, no. that's not a serious, that's not a serious one. Oh, Witchblade Volume 2. Oh no, please. Oh, no. Let's 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 start having a look through then and uh, we can have a little chat while uh, Scott's uh, 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 logging them all on. Uh, we've got Tottenham Gaming saying Amazing Spider-Man back in black. 
Ooh, yes. uh, we've got Coral and Adam. I think they've recommended this one before. Lights, Skin and Earth. Uh, we've got Pete coming in with Kingdom Come. Yes. It's a good choice. Yes. Um, <laughs> really job, job Lock Comics is coming in with Craven's Last Hunt. Uh, we have Stone Cold Comics coming in with Shirtless Bear Fighter. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> of this. I've heard See, of this. I, I, I wonder that people just throw random words in here, assuming we assume they're books, but we've never heard of them before. No, no, it's Shirtless Bear Fighter is, uh, is, is a thing. Uh, Noob comes in with uh, Stillwater. So I, I think it's Stillwater Volume 1, because that's still ongoing, isn't it, at the moment? Uh, we've got King in Black from Alistair. Uh, we've got Firehawk uh, asking for body count. Uh, we've got Comic Band coming in with We Three. Uh, I think he's recommended that one again. Uh, I think Adam's recommended that before. We Three. Uh, Tom's coming in with Why the Last Man. I'm presuming Volume One again. Um, Chris off my shelves. Akira. Uh, black and white, right to left, no Western style. What are you doing to us? <laughs> and uh, we got, yeah, I believe so. We got uh, Liam, uh, Batman, Creature of the Night. Uh, have I missed any? I'm scrolling on down. Definitely. On. Yeah, I'm just getting to bed now. Self storage. I believe Beth's recommended that one before as well, hasn't she? Someone has. Yep. It's definitely come up before. Right, I've go. got 13 altogether. Whoa. Okie doke. Is that... Can we just confirm it? So, with uh, Tottenham, yes. Triple G. Triple we need some kind of elevator music. Then. 14. I'm not counting Fuzzy Dunlop. No, I, oh, hang on. No, we're not doing Witchblade again. Has <laughs> Fuzzy not put in a, 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 a proper choice? No. No. Then do, not do we have it's like not which <laughs> You can have Witchblade Volume Two if you want, buddy. It's up to yeah. you. Just confirm with us either way. Ten, ten oh, I think he, I think he actually does. Oh, he means Volume Two. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Does he mean Volume Two of what we read, or does he mean the original run of Witchblade? Oh, quickly, Fuzzy. Confirm with us, Fuzzy, one. which one you want. <laughs> <laughs> like Storm Pours, that comment. Like. Yeah, like the version oh, yeah. he read instead. Oh, right. he, wants oh, he, he wants volume two. All right, then. Volume two for Fuzzy. Hey, great. Right, so I got 14 altogether. Um, do you want to share the screen now so people can show me? Uh, I can show people uh, that I'm shuffling it. Yep. Which screen do you want? It's really weird because you're actually my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's not me. What's going uh, on? I'm going to give it five shuffles. One, two, Three, four, five. There we go. And we're going to spin the wheel. Good luck, everyone. Here we go. See wheel of morality. <laughs> turn, turn, turn. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, nice oh. one. Oh, yes. So we've got Job nice. Comics coming in with Craven's Last Hunt. There we go. Nice. nice. Perfect. That's that. There we go. I'm, I'm looking forward to that already now. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well done uh, to Jumblock Comics. And as we said, we have a little giveaway uh, every time we do the spinny wheel. And I, this uh, for this cycle, uh, I've wanted to commemorate Pride Month. So we are giving away the entire run of single issues of Alters. You can't really see there, can you? I'm getting mad. Tilt it down, that's it. That's Til it. <laughs> Move it around. 
Get with yeah, so we've got we've got all ten issues of Alters uh, from Aftershocks Comics. Uh, there's the pile right there. So that's the complete series. Uh, so if you're a fan of X Men, uh, I think you'll like that too. Um, so there you go. That's what we're giving away. Awesome. For this nice. So well done to you. And of course, John, like you, you have an invitation to come and join us next week. So if you drop me a message on Instagram and confirm your uh, postal address, I can get that sent out to you before the weekend. And just let me know if you do want to come and join us um, for next week's episode. And we can do that. Join us. <laughs> join one us. of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> There we go then. And uh, it looks like uh, a few people are quite uh, uh, happy with that pick as well. Yeah, yeah. We've got nice, uh, yeah, happy with that pick, says Adam. Um, luck, clapping hands, yeah. let the hunt begin, says SEC. Uh, Triple G, great story, looking forward to next week. Uh, and Job is already confirming, he says, wow, I would love to join in. Excellent, yeah. we would love to have you, mate. Um, as I said, drop me that message with your post address and I'll get that out to you before the weekend. Um, there we go. Uh, I think that all that is left to do, really, is go around. People can let you know what they've got going on this week, and then I'll drop some links for some recommended channels, and then we will disappear. Phil was definitely getting his way vote. Yeah, I'm looking bit, for it down there. <laughs> bit premature there, mate. Come on. That's, that's me. Um, what you got going on? <laughs> Basically, I mean, I, I went live today, the first time going live, so that video's on my channel, so at least I'm putting something out there. I have promised a video every week so far, and I haven't got it out, but tomorrow I'm going to drop a review of that Texas blood. It's coming tomorrow, I promise. Three weeks in the making, it's coming tomorrow. Well, um, you heard it here, he's promised now, so we can yeah. sue him if he doesn't release it. If I believe it when I see it. If I don't do it, someone can take my spot in the nerd herd. That's how, that's how <gasps> confident I am. Wow. You watch your net's going to go out tonight and you can't upload anything. <laughs> you know what, Phil? That's disgusting. Some things are sacred and you shouldn't gamble with them. Uh, uh, sorry. Please don't hit me. <laughs> Love you. That's me. Shane, how about yourself? Um, I have a What's in the Box coming out tomorrow, and I can assure you it is not all Buffy stuff tomorrow. It's a variety of things, so that's good at least. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. And we are recording the quiz this Saturday, aren't we? So people can we, expect that soon. Yes, yes, depending on how much I have to edit out of you lot. <laughs> oh, dear. Anything else from you, Shay? No, just What's in the Box. Okay, Scott. Uh, nothing on my channel this in the next week, but next Tuesday I will be joining Wack Comics for a live at 10 p.m. GMT. It's going to be a late one, but it's going to be a good one. So yeah, that's 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 all that's coming from me. Nice, epic. And when's your next Comic Airwaves? The 26th. Yeah, 26th, I think. Yeah, 10 days. Okay. And then hopefully, I'm, I'm asking you now. Usually, you tell people every week, and now no, like, he hasn't said anything. Like, I better ask I've, him. I have been so busy. Like, it's like we are, we're planning it and we're getting stuff ready. It is happening. But, like, um, yeah, well, you know, while I'm here, I'm sure a lot of people here have had a message from me about um, joining in on the answer. Um, do get a video back to me um, within, uh, was it by? by Sunday, because that's the deadline. And if you send me a video, be entered into the competition as well. 
30 seconds long. There you go. Yeah, please. There seconds. you go. All right, folks, let's wrap it up because we're coming up to the one, the one hour and ten here. Um, uh, I am not doing much. I'm going to be recording the quiz with Shane, as he mentioned. Uh, other than that, I'm not doing – I will see you here next week. Uh, but the recommendations for channels um, that you might want to go and check out, I say it all the time, if you like what we do, you might like these uh, YouTube channels as well. I have a lot of comic book content. So the, uh, the first uh, channel uh, I want to recommend for you all is uh, go check out Bill over at uh, Comic Mag Musings. Uh, Bill is a super nice guy and worthy of your time. Um, I'm just getting the other link here for you. Second link I want to drop here for you is uh, the comic board. Um, some people might be familiar with the comic board already. This is one of Highland G's friends as well. They do like lives together and do reviews and stuff. I always find them super interesting. Um, it's nice to hear, you know, like a good proper deep conversation about books and stuff and those two always like um hit it right on the uh the, the head when they when they when they do it together uh so go and check that out and uh lastly i would recommend you go and check out you see him sometimes in our chat um he's not here this week uh, but he's sometimes around uh, but go check out uh andy over at perpetual comics as well go and uh, say hi and uh, subscribe and do the thumbs up and all of that youtube stuff that happens there we go there's the recommendations uh highland g uh, is, is saying here the comic board is awesome i highly recommend his channel thanks dean yeah totally he's awesome and highland g as well go check out highland g because, uh, like I said, two of them do the reviews. They are really good. All right, then, folks. That is episode 37, done and dusted. Um, we were a bit divisive on that. We had a bit of a gap. Um, but it was a fun conversation, nonetheless. And next week, folks, we will see you for Craven's Last Hunt. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. me too. What, what are we doing? I wasn't here last week. I've, I've forgotten what we do. It's usually around this time um, we try and find something to get it out, but, uh, you know, what do you, what, what do you want us to get out? Well, I'm Remember certainly it? not getting out what you think it is, but I'll tell you what, I will get out. I'll get my ways out. Bye.